When's the last time you watched 106 in Park? Last time it was hot. What's Maybe the weather? What's the weather today, y'all? When little Bow Wow was on there. You got a problem with little Bow Wow? I ain't got a problem with little Bow Wow. Little Bow Wow got some bomb ass pussy. Now I've I've got a question. I beg your pardon. <laughs> in my Dr. Umar Johnson voice, <laughs> I beg your pardon. If you were the host in this situation, like what would your reaction be? Because you saw I... what his reaction was. If you look at the video, you see his you I mean, literally, his heart dropped to his fucking ass. He was like, uh, and what do I do with this? Like, how do I volley? I would have I would have <laughs> asked for I said, I need a moment to catch my breath. This like, was, this, was just... this was a snatch game answer. Like this is <laughs> this is something that, you know. If like we were doing snatch you game of like Orlando Brown, you know, out. this would be something that we could say in snatch game. I and then he doubles down on this. Oh yeah, and made another bit like no way. We, okay, okay, we will get into it because I want to talk I'm about shook. this during Wu Chow. I'm so shook. look, we will get into it, but we have a lot of more stuff to cover today. Yeah. Okay, Emmy nominations are out. I'm mad at a snub. Okay. I'm already mad. Let me at tell a snub. you the bullets are flying over Broadway. <laughs> we got a lot of shit popping <laughs> off on Broadway that we need to get into. It's going down. Yeah. It is. And then I really want to get into spotlight uh shows of the week as well. Ooh, what are you covering? I'm going to do that at the appropriate time. Oh, you're not going to tell please them? please get started now and let's play the intro, <laughs> let's, Jane. Let's go. Everybody, I'm Marcus Drew Steele, and I'm Trent Rashad, and you're listening to Cold Pop. Okay, so I am still just a little shook. Like I, when I saw that video for the first time, Orlando Brown, I'm like, wait, <laughs> what's happening? Listen, like I said, it's it's there are so many levels to it. Okay, because yeah, well, we're gonna get into all of that, and you and I are gonna dissect it please, bit by bit. Please. We're gonna do a Jesus and Mero breakdown <laughs> of it. Okay, oh, shout out to Jesus um, and Mero. But let's get into shows and how the week has been. What's going on with you? You, you want start me to go first? Yeah, go first. So let me tell you something. This week, I had randomly just been listening to albums instead of like my playlist on Spotify. Wow. And I've got I went down a Mariah Carey hole. Wow. And I just it astonishes me just how good of a writer she is. And like so because it reminds me of the conversation you and I had when we were driving back this to Kentucky. How, okay. Go ahead. And you were telling me the lyrics to that one song that you kept singing. And yeah. I was like this is an encyclopedia. But then when I like was listening to a lot of her other songs, she's been doing this. Yeah. I just didn't know the words. To the yeah. Song. When you break it down. <laughs> yes. Breakdown is another one of those. Like, yeah, breakdown. it's one of those that you really have to get into the l lyrics because 
She's doing education. She's doing vocabulary. <laughs> Literal vocabulary. Like right now I'm listening to, um, it came across randomly, but I'm listening to the Loverboy remix mm. that has DeBrat, Ludacris, yeah. Shauna on the, on the track of Mariah. Baby, baby. And like I looked at the words to that. She's using words like delirium. I'm yeah. like, girl, this is a pop song. This is a pop song. <laughs> this is we, a pop and song. you are going to learn. Not to script spelling bee. No, the, you are going to learn. But I love so that's what I've been doing this week. I've been like hella obsessed. Um, We're going to talk about that because that's how I know that we are kindred spirits. Because the fact that you did that this week and I did that this week, when you did too, I'm going to get into it. I'm going to get into it when I do mine. But yes, go ahead and I will tell you because I I went through all the albums. I was like, what? She really did that. Um, But because because I was doing that, I didn't watch a lot of TV. But I did watch Miss Marvel. The season finale was this Disney past Plus. week hey. on Disney Plus, and that is my spotlight TV show. So we are definitely going to talk about it. Okay. Um. Obviously, on the docket, I still need to catch up with P Valley. I need to oh. watch because I, I I know you told me P Valley is going to, down. I'm gonna go. Okay. Go you, you, I'm going to say go over what you have, and then I still need to catch up on Umbrella Academy on Netflix too. And there's some good movies coming out. Um, one with Jamie Foxx. He's like a vampire hunter. I saw okay. the trailer for I that. I did see that. Yeah, that's coming yeah. out soon. And then there's another good Netflix movie. So that's pretty much it with me. What about you? This week was crazy. Okay. First, let's get into the good. Let's go into the good. Let's get into the okay. happy. What I was going to say is I know that you and I are kindred spirits because I did the exact same thing this week. <laughs> it was so random. Okay, so what? So it, I, I kind of did the exact same thing in two parts. Okay. So I went down, we just went down an album. And I was trying to tell same. my old man, and I was same. I was really making a case. And I felt like I needed to just, I said, there's no other way than to just show you. I was telling him how much of Lady Gaga's Joanne is a bop. And oh, how yeah. great the songs are. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, very skeptical, meeting me with a lot of, you know, a lot of friction. Okay. Yeah. And I said, you know what? We're just, I said, let's go down and let me show you exactly. And so Diamond Heart, AO, uh, John Wayne. Like, I have to say, John so, Wayne. I mean, was we, my we kind of went through all of these. And I mean, Joanne, there's, I mean, there's Joanne so many songs. Hey, girl. Um, but what I was going to say, Jane, can we? Thank you. Um, what I was going to say was, is that I also did that in a similar way. We also had a night where we went down Alicia Keys' oh, catalog yeah. of See, songs. I'd like to do that because I, I get... I said, we're going to do it. it was, I think we were out on the patio and I was like, we're going to uh-huh. do a full night of Alicia Keys. This is going to be a tribute. How was that? Um, amazing, amazing body of work. She does an amazing body songs. of work that is like, I mean, when you think about it, like some crazy songs. Girl on Fire, New York are two huge, huge universal songs they that are, are out there, like in everywhere. No one, one of the like, went down the entire body of work. It was just like, wow. I think my favorite Alicia Keys song is uh, Teenage Love Affair, though. That's another one. You know what I'm saying? You don't yeah. know my I mean there's just so many and it's like dang, she don't I don't know if she's getting her flowers like she needs to. Um but there needs to come a time in which we do recognize the I'm artistry. Sure there will be. Yeah, yeah because it, it was amazing. Um so that was the good. That was the good. I'm going to be very 
open and honest. You know, I usually reserve my vulnerable time for spill, but it's been it's been challenging around here. We're here recording today, and you're having a great time. We're at my uh, recording studio, <laughs> um, in my home. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been it's been a lot happening around here. What's been going on? So I know you made a comment about the parking. Yes. Before you came in. Yes. That there's been a lot of stuff happening with parking and like some things like that. And I don't know. I'm. I don't know if I'm connecting dots here, but I do need to tell you what's been happening around this neighborhood. Okay. Um. So my old man had now for the past maybe three or four weeks making like comments every now and then about having issues with the birds in the neighborhood. Right. I remember him saying that. You were probably over here when he said I was, something. I was, so, he was telling me all about it. Yeah. So long story short, basically in the garage, there has been the a bird, bird nest, nest that's been placed yeah. on top of the box that holds the Did motor the birds for leave? the garage door. We're going to, I'm going to get there. <laughs> okay. There was a, there was a nest that had formed and that was built mm-hmm. right on that, right on top right. of that box. So anytime the garage door opens, the it disrupts that box. Yeah. All right, so um, he had been making small little comments, you know, like the birds are getting a little testy out there, da 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 da. And, you know, after you hear something so many times, you just got to like, I don't know, I think I lost it a little bit on him. And I was like, you scared of some birds? Like, (laughs) you supposed to be Chicago born and raised, you know, from the South. And you, like, you keep talking to me about these birds. What do you want me to go out and do? Talk to them. And... To give y'all a little picture, he was basically saying how the birds were, every time he would get out the car in the garage, there would be a bird that would kind of like swoop yeah, down on him. him. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, let's stop. Let's not go with harass. I mean, like, it's a little harass. See, so so I, I can see that he's got you now on his. No, I can I'm already on, tell. I'm on I can already side. tell no, about how you were speaking this. about this. Don't he's do got this. you on his don't side. Don't do this. I'm just, I'm a neutral party. Because don't do that. The word nope. harassment is a little strong. Oh, is that the word that you he used? You giving me a little Crystal Kung Mink off <laughs> from <laughs> Beverly Hills. Is that word's a little, a little strong. strong. Okay. Is that what now, he said? Okay, what I'm going to say is. I'm neutral. He had been saying stuff, you know, stuff about the birds that have been swooping down. And I had kind of lost my cool a little bit. I'm like, you need to stop. Like, are you, you know, Kathleen Peterson from <laughs> The Staircase trying to say some birds attacked you? Come on, like, get to it. I'm like, so... I went out okay. one day to go get groceries. He had brought some groceries home. Oh, so you were like getting them out of the car. I was getting them out of the car. Did they get you? And as I the was birds getting them out, ass. I, <laughs> the this bird, bird the birds came down on one, me. Too, bitch. But not only swooped, <laughs> it doesn't stop there. Y'all, I promise. <laughs> it does not stop there. Swooped on me. Snatched you real and quick. And landed on our neighbor's gate that was directly facing yeah, the car. It said, come this way, bitch. <laughs> I got something for you. And when the bird landed, because I got to actually like see the bird in its full form. And you got scared, huh? This yeah. was not a clean cut bird. <laughs> this was a bird from the <laughs> This was not a clean cut. This was not a everyday slick back robin with, you know. This bird has had enough. This bird has been through some things. Yes. And had enough. You know, we later found out that there were some eggs in the nest yeah. and that there was a mom up there Stress. as well. Probably being and I yelled think that at by Mama I was, Bird. Who I was coming in contact with was <laughs> with the dad. Fa- fa- yeah, I the was coming in contact pressed. with the father, and he—I mean, wow! 
I, I was a little, I was a little scared. <laughs> um, so I'm like, why is this bird doing all this? Like, and I go and I talk to my old man. I'm like, yeah, the birds just finally, you know, <laughs> he said, oh. rose up on me. And he's like, yeah, exactly. That's why I call PETA and I call animal control. And I'm like, so you telling me you pulled a full Karen on these birds? Oh, Robbins. No wonder why they targeting us. Oh, Robbins. So it's been tough around here. It's been tough around here. As of now, the birds, the eggs have uh, hatched. And as soon as they hatched, my old man went out and knocked the shit down. Oh, did he? <laughs> did like, did you, what do you mean like hatched? I probably like incriminated him on this podcast. Away, or? That's why I'm not going to give his name. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it was a situation. Oh my god! No, so the birds, they all did fly away. Oh, and while okay. they were away, he knocked down the uh oh, okay he, he knocked okay. down the, this this is um that they were all out okay yeah so moral of the story is you need to listen more <laughs> so that's all and, i'm saying it was, it's just been a tough week i just wanted to share that, that and if you are going through something if you're being targeted by birds in your neighborhood please call con- the neighborhood contact watch. us uh, at cold pop <laughs> contact Peter. uh cold pop show on instagram and share your story as well because we need to stick together get animal control um, on the line but no other than that the only thing i really that only really resonated with me this week that i watched of course my spotlight show which we'll get into but p valley was exceptionally strong this week in terms okay. of acting performance um the actor who played little murder definitely i was i bought in um this past this past episode i just, just got my star sign in so i'm gonna watch uh his ability as as an actor he sees um, more developed does he really see more developed shown through this this last episode and yeah. just how he kind of tackled this super super wild heavy material so does he seem more developed this season than last oh, season? oh definitely we're getting a lot more mm-hmm. um insight we're getting yeah we're getting a lot so i need you to catch up so we can talk about it okay i uh, will do that uh is that it that's it for me okay let's get into our next segment then it is time for our most beloved segment of this podcast entitled Woo child y'all this is a rapid fire recall of pop culture's top moments at the things that made us say, uh, Marcus, I'll let you go first. Uh, all right. Let's just, um, rain on my parade is from funny girl, right? Yes. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. That's okay. Yes. Theater. <laughs> okay. Theater reference. Theater reference. Rain on my okay, parade. Okay. Theater minor. Uh, I actually am a theater. I know minor. theater um, minor in the house. Let's go. Let's. There's some Broadway drama that we have to address. This <laughs> I. So I already know what you are about to get into. And you're the expert this on this. Is so a mess. I want you to kind of break this down for us. But we're going to talk about for all of you Broadway heads or people who love theater and stuff like that. Um, just to give a little background, they are currently working on, or the, well, they've already launched a revival of Funny Girl. Um, but unfortunately, yeah. its lead actor or actress is uh, not doing so well in the wor- in the role. Beanie Feldstein, she was the star of American Crime Story. She, she played Monica, Monica Lewinsky. Lewinsky. We loved her. She yeah. was dope. Um, we talked about this on the show, actually, her role in that show. Um, but she is not doing so hot, and so she is leaving the show early uh for another actress but there's some other drama involved so trent take it away and like oh gosh please fill us in on like what exactly is happening here so what i can tell you is that yes beanie was in the role initially 
She um, as it, when it relaunched. I'll, I will yeah. say, you know, we can kind of even take it back when it was announced that they were doing a revival of Funny Girl because Funny Girl has not been on since Biber Streisand did it initially. Yeah. There's not been a revival of the show. And so now that there was about to be, they were bringing a revival to Broadway, it was like, who is going to do this? And a lot of the names that came, the name that came up the most was, of course, Leah Michelle. Right. For everyone who had seen Glee, there had they well, had I mean, she kind of sing. centered she could do the song she had centered but she had sing a lot of songs from this particular girl, show yeah. uh don't wait favorite my, i think it was rachel's don't rain like on my favorite parade, show. which is like yeah. i think she also performed this on the tonys and mm -hmm. like she's been auditioning for this role for Since years Glee. now you know that show glee right you know, <laughs> you know them uh cover songs and stuff, <laughs> the cover songs and stuff. you know that show yeah. Glee. but it's like okay so liam so when it was announced it was like all right, y'all, we're going to go and we're going to, I mean, Leah Michelle is probably the name that's on everybody's lips, right? Right. At that time, Leah Michelle was going through a little situation with uh, Glee and being hated and kind of being canceled People, yeah, during that time her. because um, I can't remember her name. She was an actress on Glee. Samantha, <sighs> I think it's like Samantha Ware. Something like that. I think Samantha um, is the first name. Let me make sure name. I get that baby's name right. Um, but I, she tweeted something, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, Samantha Ware. Uh, it's Samantha Ware. And she was talking about her experience with Leah Michelle Ongley, who, like, had made comments about, quote, unquote, like, shitting into her wig. Who's going to, like, shit into Samantha's wig. Um, and just being a really, you know, tough person to be around while the filming of right. Glee was going on. And a lot of cast members also kind corroborated of corroborated it and, and said like, you know double down and was like yeah it was tough like she was even wow she was crazy what's her name amber riley and, yeah there was uh, a lot of them um jane so lynch this is the thing so during that time she was going through this kind of cancel moment cancel yeah. leah moment and i don't think that they were you know they want to sell didn't tickets. Leave the at show, the end of yeah. the day broadway is about selling tickets it's about everything there's about no money. streaming services like they, right. every time they, they run a show it's going to cost a certain amount of money yeah and so they were like we don't feel comfortable gambling on that right. and they wanted to take the show quote unquote in another direction a reimagining and they uh hired beanie feldstein Beanie Feldstein Interbeam. is not a vocalist. No. She is an she is an actress who sings. She is not a <laughs> vocalist. A and we know what I mean, you know, can, yeah. you know what that means. When yeah. I say that, you know what that means. Um, and so they knew that they were not getting someone who was going to belt like Barbara Streisand and and you know, really give them this this crazy vocal for this show. They go ahead, end up putting her through the show. It's not doing well, as you said. It's not mm -hmm. doing well. They start utilizing the understudy a lot. Um, I follow her on TikTok. I think her name is like Juliet. I guess so. Pause right there because okay. the first question I have is: Is that if they know that it wasn't going well, like is this not something you see in rehearsals? Like when you do a full run of the show? I'm sure you. I, so. What I am thinking, and this is what I'm thinking. Yes, you do see a full run of the show and all of those Multiple things. Multiple times. But they had, I'm telling you, they had already packaged this as a reimagining of Funny Girl. It wasn't going to be a regurgitated version of the original Broadway production. It was going to be, so you know, said. I guess like it's supposed to focus maybe more so on acting and, you know, really build up the acting and maybe not so focus so much on the singing parts hmm. okay. um, but to highlight the actual book of the show okay continue um but 
with that, they see it's not doing well. And of course, you have someone who is locked in to doing the show uh, well, I mean, all the way the through the fall. So from the summer through the fall, yeah. you have Tony Awards. And then that's when you get your surge over the summer. The Tony and so she did not. Um, oh. So it's like you go you go through this. But at some point, there were conversations going on about possibly when they saw it wasn't going well producers bringing in leah michelle to help save the show now the messy piece of this is beanie feldstein and leah michelle have the exact same agent i mean but that goes for a lot of celebrities these days i don't think that that's anything well I mean, th- this is this it is this- something because if you have the exact same agent at some point when they contact you to ask if Leah Michelle is available, if she's available for this project, there needs to be a light off in your head that's saying, wow, this is mighty early to be bringing in someone to replace Beanie. Okay, but I think it's kind of double-sided. And I don't want to go down the big hole of this, but like I feel like with agencies, I don't think they really, their, their job is to make sure that their clients are happy. Or, and or pushing well, whoever okay. they need to, but whatever. All right. We won't rest on that. So now at some point they go through, you know, we go through the Tony Awards and all of that. Mm-hmm. Little do we know and little to Beanie's knowledge that any of this is going on. These conversations are going on with Leah Michelle. Replace her. They, they start to have a conversation. Beanie finally gets an end date of September 25th. Okay. Okay. So she announced After, that she she announced that she was leaving the show September 25th. Like okay. she completed the run of the summer. She was like, okay, okay yeah. at, at, you know, at September 25th, the summer's over. I will, I'll, you know, I'll be leaving the show. Okay, at that point, show is not doing well. It is, I mean, it is the seats are going down. They're like mm. 300 seats left in the theater. They're not yeah. selling out. You know, and like I said, with Broadway, it is about making money. That is the thing. right. So as a last minute kind of push and pull to kind of, I guess, boost seats up and boost sales up, they announced Leah Michelle is taking over. We call that a stunt casting. Okay. So they they say, oh, and now we have Leah Michelle coming on and and doing this. And of course, that's going to make a lot of people feel some type of way, those who have already canceled Leah Michelle. And now you have Beanie Feldstein, who is also like, well, wait, WTF, like what happened? How'd y'all find somebody so quick? You know, all of these all of these things are probably going through her head. At that point, a, Beanie Feldstein releases a statement basically saying, forget September 25th, I'm out at the end of the month. July 31st will be my last day. <laughs> um, I mean... And funny girl. Hey. You know, and in, the, in, the, in her post, she kind of alludes to producers taking, you know, the show in a different direction mm-hmm. and, and things like that, which you can kind of like... From you, them, if you want to, you can kind of pull that there. Read between the lines. This is a yeah. situation in which this they is not an amicable. This is not no. an amicable split, um, and there's definitely some drama going on. What I thought was even more interesting was as soon as Beanie Feldstein released that statement, Jane Lynch also released that she would be leaving the show as well. And Jane end- started in the show, <laughs> the show with Beanie. Yes, and that she would be leaving the show as well. Mm-hmm. Why that is interesting is because Jane and Leah did work together on Glee. Mm-hmm. And there were rumors that they did not, or that Jane did not like Leah. But Jane also went back and said that she adores her, and that you know right. it's not about That's that. And da, da, da. I'm not buying any there of that. Ain't nobody this is all a mess. This. 
and this is what happens when you're so focused on seats that I hope I for me I hope this doesn't come back to bite these producers in the ass. I mean it because might because when you do clownery, the clown comes back to bite. Okay, in the words of Monique, like you can't keep <laughs> sitting around and playing with people like this. And you I mean, know. good on Beanie for being like, look, well, y'all obviously y'all have been looking for a replacement for quite some time. So let me just go ahead and get the fuck up out of here then. So yeah, so she will now leave at the end of July, and As then in like a her, week or two. Her, a week from um, now. understudy Julie Banco, like I said, who they have been putting on, she's been doing a lot. Julie Banco, she's on TikTok. She got her own TikTok page. Like, they're doing anything and everything to bring money into this show. Huh? Is she better than Beanie? I think, no, she's definitely getting better reviews than Beanie. Yes. Hmm. So she's going to do it for five weeks until Leah comes. And Leah's already building up this, like, I don't know if you saw that uh, Corey Monteith tribute that she did Mm -mm, this week. She tried to do, like, a Corey Monteith. Is it Monteith? Monteith. Corey Monteith, yeah. Yeah, the uh, guy that passed Probably away from, from Glee. Glee. Now she's trying. I'm like, you uh, building up that sympathy, aren't you, girl? She, The PR team is unmatched. I mean, l- let's just be honest. People are going to go see her. She's good. I don't know if she, people will she go might see her. Be, she's a, she, she could from be, what she's I saw a, on Twitter, people are not really room, uh, feeling it. The, 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 the only reason they're saying that is because they don't like her as a person. But I mean... Okay. The girl can sing. That's something that I mean. No, no. Say what you want about her, dislike her, cancel her, do whatever. But you can't take away the talent that she has. She could sing, and I mean, I would not be surprised if she does well in the role. I'm, I'm sure she's going to do great. That doesn't mean people will go see her. That doesn't mean people are going to like it, and people are going to see her. And wh- I think what I, what but I also feel is that you know, all it takes is a good, a couple good reviews. It's, I mean, sure, but there will also be a, there will be a faction that is like, oh, absolutely, absolutely, and absolutely not, absolutely. So, woo chow, woo chow. All right, what do you got? Shit, I feel like I just did. Okay, no, you really did. Okay, (laughs) um, my next one is because this this one I got a lot to say. Anyway, which Which, one are you doing first? Which one you want me to do? Yeah. One, two, or three? One. Okay, I'll Let's shoot. Let's go, yeah. All right, Uh, so I'll do the first one, which is uh, Orlando Brown. Yeah. Um, who? Not to be confused with Orlando Jones. I've been saying Orlando Jones. Or I've Orlando been searching Bloom. for Orlando Jones. Is Orlando Jones in the sheet? Hold on, let me see. <laughs> He's not. No, it's, it's not. Okay, I was just making sure. I was like, dang. But I had been saying Orlando Jones. Um, but no, Orlando Brown, who yes. we all know from that So Raven, Family yeah. Matters, those types of things, is in headlines once again. <sighs> now talking about some WAP. I'm holding my head. That belongs to uh, Ohio rapper Lil Bow Wow. Okay. Yes, you heard it right. I know y'all saw this clip. Y'all I know heard the clip. This is not anything new. Y'all heard it at the beginning of the show. But this past week, it was released in the episode that he was doing with Funny Marco. Um and funny marco and him are talking about 106 in park and he's asked what time when's the oh, last when time he, he watched he said when it was hot <laughs> right um when but, bow wow was on there but then um marco was like he was like do you have a problem with little bow wow he was like i ain't got a problem with little bow wow the little bow wow is disrespectful in the first place Okay, we need to stop with the little Bow Wow. That boy's name, that man's name is Bow Wow. The man's name is Shad Moss, right. is what he asked to be called. But uh, why would you say something like this? But Orlando was like, 
ain't got a problem with Lil Bow Wow. Lil Bow Wow got some bomb ass pussy. Why and, would you say something like this? You know, Marco's face at that point just drops, cracks. I mean, you have to the catch your breath, cracked. like, because what do you do with that? The you air can't is sucked volley. out of the room. You you don't volley that. You can't volley that. <laughs> you don't volley that because you don't want to imply that you agree with Orlando and make Bow Wow mad. But, but I mean, he's already going to be mad. But we know that for okay. First off, we know this is not the first time that Orlando has said things like this. We know that he had said um, uh, Nick Cannon had uh, performed oral sex on him. Uh, he had alluded to many things with Raven Simone. Um, and so this is not anything necessarily new. And, you know, Bow Wow kind of really quickly shut it down on Twitter. What did he say? Uh, <laughs> he's. This was his response uh, to someone after kind of prompting him about about what uh, Orlando's comments were. He says, since when legends got to speak on fuckery? Uh, he, I'm filming wait, my new said, TV show. He said, since when legends got to speak on fuckery? And the first thing I was like. You legend. <laughs> I said, baby, why'd I said you say legend. That was the first thing that I thought. I said, wait. Well, I, said, I, I said, said, hold legends. on, go back. I said, wait, legend. I said, girl, I said, you must really have a legendary legend <laughs> star. I said, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I that, said, that don't help this case, baby. That's gone a little too far. Um, But since when legends got to speak on fuckery, that's, a, that's when Jennifer, do you remember Jennifer Lewis when she was like, legend? She ain't no legend. She ain't no She's an up and coming. Randy was like, I'm an up and coming. She's up and coming. She, she ain't no legend. You no know, legend. Legend. Oh my God. <laughs> but uh, yes, he says, since when legends got to speak on fuckery, I'm filming my new TV show as we speak and preparing for a sold out show at the O2 Arena for the Millennium Tour in London. I'm a 35 year old father. I don't play them type games. You do know this Bow Wow you're talking to, right? I'm a boy, Damon. He didn't say no. He didn't say no. What do you? What do you say? What do you say to that? I mean, and didn't Orlando like double down? Yeah, and came back with I did not. I could not get into that full video, but yes, he came back and was like, "Bow wow!" Like, what are you saying? Like, of course you you already know what it is. Like, I I could not get into that full video, but he did come back with a video that doubled down on his comments. Um, he could be lying. He could not be lying. Who knows? I'm saying, Bow Wow said he didn't want to address it. I'm so on one end, he could not be. Maybe he's not lying, and maybe this is true, and this is just people deflecting. And we know denying. that there is a faction out there. <laughs> hey, celebrities are people just like us, right? So, but if he is lying, Orlando need and I say this in the most unjoking and like sincere way, but he needs some help. We need to find... Does he need help if he's telling the truth? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, if he's telling... If he's telling the truth, does he need help? Probably still, because Why? it sounds like there may be some uh, sexual abuse and or trauma and or Maybe. something Maybe. that he needs to work out yeah. from experiencing these moments that people are denying and trying to make you look crazy, which could, in fact, make you go crazy. I mean, like you, you just never know. So, I mean, I just, I, he looks like he is going through something. That's what I'll say. Okay. 
you want to put him on the prayer list? You want to say a quick prayer for him right now? You can put him on the prayer list. You you can. Ah, uh, no. Okay. Okay. We'll see if he makes it. Okay. Is it my turn? It's your turn. So I wanted to run through this real quick. Uh, Wendy Williams. Let's talk about Wendy real quick. Because Wendy also said something that was very similar to what uh, Shad Moss said that had me be like, hmm, wait a minute, Wendy. Are we sure? So Wendy made the news this week by talking to the New York Post about the series finale of her talk show that she was not involved with. Um, and she was quoted as saying there was, and I quote, there was nothing I liked about the final episode of Wendy Williams of the Wendy Williams show. Um, she had gone on to say that Debmar Mercury, who was like the production company, in my opinion, should have done it with me, not those other people, um, except for Fat Joe. And <laughs> that part makes me that like, that's essential Wendy. <laughs> Um, but she was very unhappy. But it was what she said that they were asking her about um, what was coming up next for her or whatever. And she was saying she was talking about, I guess, her upcoming podcast, which is going to be titled The Windy Experience. She was saying, okay. if you're extremely famous like I am, hosting a pod- hosting a podcast will make more money than being on The Wendy Williams Show. And I had to pause for a moment because I was like, extremely famous? Yeah. Uh, she is. Is she extremely famous? I would say so. You would, I, I, I battled with that because I wasn't sure. I'm like, I, I mean, obviously so. a lot of people know you her now. Trying to hate. No, come on. I you're talking so. to one of the number one Wendy, Wendy but fans. But I'm going to already tell you. And what am I going to tell him, y'all? Y'all already know, pop stars. <laughs> I've been telling you something is going on with Wendy Williams Well, I mean, we know years. that. We I've know been saying that, that for well, we years. Know that. Okay, so what? So what now? Like where everybody knows this now, so well, you I can't mean, be coming up and questioning what someone who is we know is not right says. But I'm not saying who knows she could be getting the help that she needs. I hope she or, is, and I hope she is. I'll 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 be I tuning can tell, in. I, look, I can say this: I know she's not fully cured. I'm not saying that she is either. She's not in if a state where she be should cured, be doing a podcast. I will be listening anything. to the podcast. Lord, ain't no telling what's gonna come off of that. I will be well. I'll be there to find out. So I'll report back. Who child? <laughs> All right. What else you got? Um, I do want to talk a little bit about. Um, I dreamed of fishes last night. Oh, this is madness. This is the just... other night. Um, okay, Big Mama. Khloe <laughs> Kardashian is... and Tristan Thompson. Pure madness. Uh, this past week announced that. Uh, they are expecting their baby boy via surrogate, um, which was very interesting. I feel like we have talked about the Chloe Tristan saga. We know that there was a situation back in November in which Tristan was found to be um, in places that he shouldn't doing things that he shouldn't um, in references to uh extra 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 relationships and extra affairs outside the relationship but we had also seen a history this was, a repeated yeah, history I was say, of like, this. this was a history no 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 yeah, yeah. for sure yeah, but I, yeah. I just want to make sure that we give okay the the appropriate timeline so that y'all know how close this was um 
the situation is so i think number one everybody had already decided for chloe that she was going to dump tristan and that is kind of what we had been seeing that they were not together so this that's, that's a announcement came as a shock because we were all like wait i thought chloe i thought we was done with this no y'all um, thought i was done with this so i said nothing of the sort of course the pr reps came to quickly say what put it together and say that basically this child was conceived before the news of tristan thompson's most recent indiscretion so you needed his most recent indiscretion to like what about the one before or the one where he made you look like a dummy like the first time that listen made the they're headlines? just i mean that was that is the story that is being spun with this is that hmm. this child was conceived before that this and don't make now no sense. you know this 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 child is um even on if way. we took that away that means you still did it after the other time he cheated so you still look so there's no spin whatever her life i don't care i don't care about this so yeah so that's basically what it is so um the i guess the baby that he fathered with the other girl right. so so he had a baby with another woman uh Marilee nichols uh during this time and that's what exactly. it was revealed that he was having that baby i guess they're gonna have a nice uh couple siblings because they have true already chloe and tristan and he has and now they're gonna have this baby, baby boy and he has a baby with a girl that he left for chloe I think this is what I think. She if, was pregnant. If anything, I think it is possibly part of the, you know, my conspiracy theories. This is the Nick Cannon this school. Is, <laughs> this is how they. This is how they go about creating more uh, buzz and spin around the show, the show that's on Hulu. Mm. So, whatever. Yeah. Uh, the only last thing I have, the only last thing, the last the, thing, the right, only, the only last, last thing. That's a, that's a good that song. A song. I think we should song? write it. We should write the it. The only after last this. thing. Okay. The only last thing. Y'all heard it here first. Um, that I need. Republican Senator John Josh Hawley and Kiara Bridges. I know y'all seen the clip of Kiara dragging uh, yes. this man. At a Senate hearing. Can we play the clip? Uh, yeah. You referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. It, would that be women? Many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, there are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. So this isn't really a women's rights issue. It's a, it's, we can it's recognize a that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts other groups. Those things are not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. Oh, so your view is, is that the core of this, this right then is about what? So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic, <laughs> um, and it opens up trans people to violence by not recognizing that. Wow, you're saying that I'm opening up people to violence by asking whether or not women are the folks who can have pregnancies? So I'm one, I want to note that one out of five transgender uh, persons have attempted suicide. So I think it's important- Because of my line of questioning? Because, so we can't talk about it? Because denying that trans people exist and pretending not to know that they exist- I'm denying dangerous. that trans people exist by asking Are you? you if you're talking Are you? about women Are you? having pregnancies? Do you believe that uh, men can get pregnant? 
No, I don't think women can get <laughs> So you are pregnant. denying that trans people exist? And that leads to violence? Is this how you run your classroom? Are students allowed to question you? Absolutely. Or are they also treated like this? Where no, you, no, no, they're, they're told that to they're at opening up people to oh, violence. We have a good time questioning. in my class. You should join. Oh, I bet. You might learn a lot. Wow, I, I would learn a lot. I've learned a you, lot just I know. in this exchange. Absolutely. Extraordinary. Like I said, I just, this is the kind of energy that I need Jam. when we're coming into these Senate hearings because, again, listening to some That's of these senators yeah listen to some of these senators sit here and try to spin these narratives and like get completely shut down like this is what i need more of it's, we have to start fighting fire with fire here like if we want to be heard like if we want to be making making sure that the point is being proven yeah right Yep. Like, am I, am, I, am I in Manhattan or am I on Staten Island? No, I mean, you are definitely right. In this situation, Bob I mean, queen. this is what you want to have. This is this is when you know your 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 eyes are dotted and your T's are crossed and can't nobody fuck with you. When you know what you know is the no. So you can do this with me all you want because that's exactly what he, he he thought that Every he was going to come and spend some right. He's like, oh, like I'm, yeah, I'm going to talk to her. And I'm going to talk circles around her and get her all dizzy. And she's like, that's not happening. Let me tell you that right now. Right. Um. And I can illustrate to you, um, how elementary your knowledge is. Right. And he was like, is this how you teach your class? She's like, yeah, you should come. You would learn something. Yeah, you would learn something. Like, which got him the all the way together. Which is the ultimate read. I love it. Black I love women. To see it. Just, I love to see it. Makes me. I could have honestly put I'm that in the fizz. I'm giving yeah. I was just yeah. about to say, I, I could have honestly put this, this in the fizz, fizz flat section. Because yeah. it's a fizz. Yeah. So not even a woo child, but a fizz. Yeah. Uh, that's all I have. Okay, the the last thing that I want to talk about, and I know y'all like, dang, can we get a break? Um, but I don't know if you've been keeping up with your girl Jen Shaw. Oh, she going to jail on Salt Lake she City. She played. Oh guilty. my gosh! So this was a jail. this y'all. This was a wow moment for those who don't really know about the Housewives world. Uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City star Jen Shaw, Jennifer Shaw, uh, in a last minute. Uh, stunt changed her plea to guilty um from the fraud uh the wire fraud charges that she was arraigned on in april of 2021 uh this is very interesting number one because we saw this play out on the show yes. we saw this play out on the show um of the actual like police looking for her and you know going to oh, her yeah. house to yeah. try to arrest her and, and and you know all of these things in which she came back and she initially pled not guilty um and had been maintaining maintaining her innocence all throughout this this experience so from the rest of filming for the show and the reunion maintaining her innocence as well as um all the way up until this past week because the trial was supposed to start next week I know uh, what happened. July 18th. That's when the show, the trial was supposed to start July 18th. So um, at, today. Yeah. So actually today. Yep. Today. When this, well, yeah. When this um, episode releases. So the trial was supposed to start today in a last minute ditch effort. She came back and she changed her plea to guilty. Um, I know what happened. So I'm telling in, you in court. This is these are her words. I knew it was um, in regards to the wire fraud and conspiracy. Um, 
so the the actual charge was count of uh conspiracy to commit wire fraud that's what it was which she pled guilty to saying that she knew it was wrong and many people were harmed and she is so sorry um she also admitted that she agreed with others to commit the wire fraud uh and she knew it misled the victims um who were older so most of them over the age of 55 mm. Mm. she said that there was a misrepresentation of the product regarding the value of service um and kind of going on to share that the it actually had little to no value she said that she knew what she was doing was wrong and illegal i mean oh and now has agreed and this everyone this is uh through nbc news uh has agreed to forfeit 6.5 million and pay restitution up to 9.5 million um while facing a 14-year prison sentence you want my theory it can, well, i'll say up to 14 years so here's what i think happened because it just it screams real housewives to me i don't understand okay. uh number one i think she was definitely coerced into going into a guilty plea because it would mean she would do less time probably so yeah um she'll probably on the probably be on the Teresa Ju judice path and judice judice it changed mid-season so yeah right oh it did it did okay <laughs> uh and she'll she'll do a year or less and you think so i don't think i you think she'll do a year i don't i'm i am not confident that she will do multiple years if she does you think I'll she's be gonna surprised. get a lori laughlin she's not white like i said i will be surprised if she does more than a year she's not black but she's not white and she's got a built-in storyline for when she comes out Oh my gosh, y'all! We have to stop getting doing storylines for the sake. I mean, people are doing do. crazy stuff yeah, for storylines story. now. This is a storyline. This, no, we is, have this to will stop. carry her. We have to stop doing. Like, it. I'm gonna call a meeting into Bravo because we have to stop doing these crazy stunts. Well, just think if she storylines. If she would have gone to trial, she would have absolutely going, done 14 These housewives years. are going to jail. Right, but if she had gone to trial and got convicted, she would have done 14 years. There's more housewives in court than there is NBA players. <laughs> when did that start? Back in my day. <laughs> okay. The Anthony Mason going in and out. Like, I mean, come on. Like, what happened? Somebody get Matlock on now the line. Now it's the girls. Now the housewives? <laughs> Shit. Good job. Good job. I just, I don't, I will be very shocked if she does multiple years. We'll see exactly what, how it unfolds. Because like I said, at the end of the now. day, I am, I feel for Jen. Yes. Do you, do but we? I feel do more you? so for those kids. Right. Those kids who had Her guns boys, in their faces. Yeah, I didn't like that. When I said that when I saw that, I didn't like that. Escorted out the, the house when she was arrested. I mean, just like at Being some approached point, by and you like know, I'm multiple not a officers. I, you know, I'm not a parent, drawn. but like I can just imagine what she's going through. So I, like I, I mean, I do feel for her and I do send love and positive vibes to her and Sharif and the family because it is, yeah. Ooh, child. Ooh, child. 
Uh, is that uh, that's it, isn't it? That's it. Let's take a break, and when we come back, we will do our spotlight shows of the week. Wait, what are you doing? I am doing Apple TV's We Crashed. Uh, you talked about okay so you're really on the Anne Hathaway bandwagon now snubbed <laughs> uh, and I'm doing Miss Marvel oh we're gonna talk about snubs too and Fizz or Flat <laughs> not Miss Marvel huh not Miss Marvel oh no 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 I'm not talking oh, about Miss okay, Marvel snub, sure. but in, in, in the Emmy category right, let's take a break we'll be back All right, we are back, and it is time for our Spotlight Shows of the Week. Yes. Okay, so this week I am covering We Crashed. Hi, this is the Anne Hathaway fan club. Um, I guess I'm new here. It's you're not. The, it's really not. The, but like, okay, go off. The you co, be, you're the co-chair or the head chair? I'm, I'm the chaplain. Uh, <laughs> I'm Sergeant at Arms. Sergeant at Arms. Yep. Come I, in, I please have a know, seat. You see, come in, have a seat and be quiet. Clearly please. obsessed. So please, please come in and have a seat and be quiet. Uh, we will get into all of that, but uh, we crash. So uh, the tale of the two ambitious startup founder continues with Jared Leto and Anne Hathaway leading the Apple TV drama. We crashed. We crash follows the story of Adam and Rebecca Newman and the meteoric rise of the co-working space giant. We work. I've been writing these intros. Come on intro. It just gives me a different vibe when I come into it. Yeah. Um, but, I really love this. I really love this show uh, for a number of reasons. As we've talked about already, my close proximity to a lot of startups right now in my work that I do mm -hmm. um, and founders really has kind of prompted my um, knowledge about watching shows like We Crashed and The Dropout, which I also covered. Because you kind of understand. I can kind of like I can. What's happening? Startup culture is very interesting. Yeah, so I understand some of the things that are happening and yeah. how you have to kind of keep money flowing. And, you know, in those that early days, check. it is as you are getting it, you are spending it. Yeah. And um, this show follows that way too well. Mm -hmm. uh, this is. I mean, you could basically say this is the story of Icarus, the the boy who flew cl uh, too yeah. close to the sun. Um, Adam Newman is the founder of WeWork, who is just kind of this very eccentric, um, larger than life character. Almost kind of, he's a character character of uh, right. what you might expect someone to be like of a hippie com commune. Um, <laughs> kind of walks around barefoot sometimes and just a very interesting guy, but had this idea for a co-working space and grew it to be WeWork, which is the brand that we have now all know and love. Right. Uh, WeWork at its highest was valued at $47 billion. Okay. So when you talk about a unicorn, which in the startup community is a company that's valued at, you know, $1 billion, this is a 47 time, uh, time over unicorn. Uh, which is rare. You know, mm. you kind of hear things like with Uber and... Um, yeah, this stuff doesn't happen every day. Yeah, it doesn't happen every day. And so with this, the the show follows kind of how Adam took this from some other failed business plans that he um, was embarking on and then kind of settled and found WeWork. Uh, but in the story is also uh, heavily woven his relationship with his wife, Rebecca Newman, who is actually, you know, the, and this is real life, she is the cousin of Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so Degrees it's a very separation. it's a very interesting it sounds story, interesting. and I think a couple of the things that kind of jumped out to me was the theme of wrangling talent. Um, you couldn't tell anyone, you know, in the first five seconds or first five minutes with Adam Newman, whether he was a genius or whether he was crazy. And you <laughs> kind of see that play out through the show. Mm -hmm. You know, um, some people call him on his bullshit. Some people are just kind of like wowed by his power to kind of inspire and win people over. And that power is something that is really, I mean, when it's manifested appropriately, it's it's done really, really well. Mm -hmm. And I think that this is a story in which where that power was manifested and it became to be the killer of of the actual company. Um, How was Jared Leto in the role? So Jared Leto, who has led um, who has led many projects with some not of, so good, some not so good, some some really good. But I, I I liken it to his performance in House of Gucci, in which he was also in a heavy prosthetic and mm -hmm. a accent as well. Um, he wears a prosthetic nose, I believe, in this. In We Crash. In We Crash, okay. which kind of um, speaks more, you know, to to look more like Adam. Mm -hmm. But in this, the accent to me is also kind of taking me out of it a little bit. Um, I thought that accent? he was good. I thought that he was good. Uh, Adam Newman, I believe, is uh, from is Israel. Oh. Uh, and it's a very, in yeah, it's a very interesting accent. I think he did his best with it. He's, you know, hmm. I, I think he did an okay job. He's not necessarily a standout performance for me. Well, which I can get into now, which is what you kind of alluded to earlier. I think Anne Hathaway had done just a remarkable job of um showing the facets of rebecca newman i followed the WeWork story a little bit prior mm -hmm. uh, to watching the show and uh when you see rebecca newman who later you know in this story she starts out as a, a date her and adam are on a date but then she kind of transforms and they get married um, and she, you kind of see a arc for her as well. So Rebecca goes from being a wife and kind of being on the side of Adam, you know, vitally important, helping, you know, helping him do so much growth and, and encouraging him to kind of keep the course with growing WeWork and the company. Mm -hmm. But you see her kind of leave from the side and then she's in a very interesting move, which she becomes the chief branding officer of WeWork. And then later on, she becomes a co-founder of WeWork and a director of a school, uh, which was kind of how the, <laughs> for me, where this, where this got crazy. Um, so one of the, the problems is she, so she becomes the founder of WeGrow, which is a school that's remember. now kind of yeah. put under the WeWork um, umbrella mm -hmm. and that is where this this rug starts to unravel because i don't know where that expression came from but it's there just go with um it. but so they start to kind of morph into all of these different facets of you know wanting to create a school and wanting to have so much growth and adam is building money uh is building different reworks all across the world but is not necessarily getting the money to to back it um, which leads to a major deficit 
WeWork losing billions of dollars mm. um, over over a period of time until he's actually voted out of this. Um, and and Hathaway has a very important part in this because she is the confidant of Adam. And I think that she does such a great job in just showcasing Rebecca having to be all of these things of being the, the wife and the mother, but then coming into chief branding co-founder director of the school and now ending at being the confidant. And it's an incredible arc. I think she was snubbed for the Emmy. She should have definitely got a nomination because it was just to me was a really great performance. So I don't think they're eligible. If this is just airing now, I think they missed the deadline. I think it's been out for a little while. Uh, you might have to go back and see. I'm not quite I sure think, if they missed I the deadline. I think We Crash has been out for a while. Let me see when it was released. Because I was just thinking, because when you were telling me that the other day, I was like, well, if this. If Stranger Things recently, can get it, then they, they could. So this came out in March. Yeah. And. Original release was March 18th, 2022. Mm-hmm. So there was a snub. Maybe wow. this was a snub. I think she just did an incredible job, and it kind of really, yeah, it pitfalled. And she's also Rebecca Newman is someone who I think personally is in their own delusion of grandeur in their head, and she counteracts that really well with being like halfway delusional, but also knowing what needs to happen to get the job done. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I really love the show. I think it was, I, I would definitely recommend watching it. It's on Apple TV, eight episodes, not a hard watch. I think you get to learn a lot about, um, as I said, manifesting talent and, and trying to wrangle the talent and what happens when you can't do that. Uh, this was, as I said at the beginning of this, he flew too close to the sun. He grew too big and he couldn't sustain. Um, I've worked at a WeWork before. I'm sure you have. I mean, it it has a national. <laughs> I love your a connection. Times. I love your connection to this. I worked at a WeWork. I worked at a WeWork before. a couple That's times. Nice. Um, but it, I, I mean, it was at one time a very huge company. I mean, forty-seven billion dollars. That's 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 crazy. And you hear and you get to see how some of that that worked, but. What I always liken it to and what I counteracted back to is the magic of Adam Newman and how he got people right. to believe in him, um, which is wild, which is crazy. So, well, All that right. is my spotlight show of the week. I would definitely re- recommend watching We Crash, even though they are not getting an Emmy nom, at least for what they should be getting an Emmy nom for. It's still a good watch. All right. Well, let's take a break. And when we come back, let's. Talk Miss Marvel. All right. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back. And let's just get straight to it. I've I've come, let's cut to the motherfucking chase. Let's cut to the chase. There what I I've think i figured it's a pacing problem there is a pacing problem with uh now one to the third Three. the third disney plus show that i was obi-wan recently one four because i'm taking it all the way back from um, hawkeye moon knight obi-wan kenobi and now miss marvel we've got four shows okay um, oh, I, I kind of take Obi-Wan Kenobi out because they're under a different umbrella. They're not Marvel. They're Disney 
Star Wars. Okay. Um, so if I take Obi-Wan Kenobi out, that's still three episodes. There's a pacing problem. Um, let's talk Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel is the latest show to air on Disney Plus. It was six episodes long. Um, it's about one of their inhuman characters that they've actually now retconned. I was about to say, not anymore. <laughs> She's not an inhuman anymore. <laughs> they've actually retconned. So we'll talk about that um, in a moment also. But uh, Kamala Khan, Kamala Khan, Kamala Khan is her name. Excuse me. Come on now, Madam Madam Vice President. Right, it's Kamala Kamala Khan. There we go. Uh, What? Let's talk about what I the theme. So uh, again, this is the newest addition to the MCU and introduces some new characters into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And this is also definitely setting up a Young Avengers. If you think about it, we've gotten now Billy and Tommy from WandaVision. Yep. We've also gotten um, what well, old girl's name I don't really like from Hawkeye. And we've got Yelena. Kate Bishop. Uh, yeah, Kate. Uh, and we've got Yelena me from. knowing. You do. Come on. I Snaps am to you. Miss Marvel of Pets, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> and then you've got Yelena from uh, Black Widow. And yep. now you're also adding in Miss Marvel here. As well, and then of course you can't forget Ironheart. Weary Williams will also probably be a part of this. She's got a Disney. If you Plus take the boys out, out, this is a full female squad, though. It could be. It could be. It could absolutely be. And they might not be ready. And honestly, I don't think Billy and Tommy are going to be in it. So they're it not going to be, be ready. A because these full is female grown squad. women. No, nope. these are young women the, coming nope. in. I would say no. Nope. They're these are definitely teens and young women. They're young women. <laughs> teens and young women. Um, let's get into my thought or the plot points. Uh, the plot points, this was not a strong plot or there were not strong plot elements throughout this season. Got it. What I did love about this show was the culture and the colors and the, the backdrop of the Middle East versus Mm -hmm. New Jersey and just the family history that we go through with Kamala and her Pakistani family and dealing with the mosques and all of that. Like we learn a lot of rich history and get to see a lot of um, awesome songs for the intros and stuff like that and graphics and different artists highlighted each episode. Just amazing job on all of that. But the plot, like I feel like there are a lot of loose ends um, and things that just didn't really make sense. Like, for instance, there was a clandestine um, mini story arc within this season where they introduced this very, 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 very obscure group of superheroes in the Marvel canon. And they don't really give them a backstory. They just kind of introduced them. We're still kind of confused on who they are. They're supposed to be gins, but I guess... They're clandestines, but technically they're genies. I mean, like, we don't really get a a clear answer on any of this. And then they're just kind of done away with. Mm -hmm. And just they kind of serve as just a a device to move the plot forward. And they don't really, didn't really get much out of being the villain of this. Because they were technically supposed to be, like, the villain of this season. Let me ask you this. Do you feel like this show focuses more maybe not so much on story movement and maybe more on just educating viewers to kind of be a setup for something to come later. 
Uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like even if you did it that way, it still holds true to what I was saying when I was talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi is like, you've got to make each episode be self-contained, but have those connective tissues that carry over to the main story arc per episode so that it carries us over into the finale, not overlog. Like the, the finale was so rushed and okay. like it's like oh we've got to hit this point we've got to hit this point we've got to show that he's angry we've got to show Kamran's powers and then we've got to give him a redemptive arc and then we've got to send him on his way and then we got to get Kamala out of this and and it's like what's the rush like had we sprinkled some of this throughout the season instead yeah. of like pacing it so that we learn not much in the first two and then we're kind of thrusted into a whole different adventure mid-season and then next thing we're knowing the finale and like tying up all of these loose ends and then on that we're dropping this huge bomb about oh this is literally the first introduced mutant in yeah. the 616 universe of mcu well that's that was like, a big moment yeah and to do that on a disney plus show Hmm. Well, this is what I'm thinking, and I don't know. Okay, this is from a, someone who's like outside right. looking in. I thought, well, I mean, hell, I am too. So I thought Miss Marvel may have been a setup because we know that the Marvels are. I mean, it obviously out. is. So like, yeah, yeah. So we're going to focus is. maybe more so on yeah. educating everyone because these things that we're telling you now are going to have a bigger play and a bigger stance in this huge project that we're doing. And that gets me to my last point of what I was exactly going to say too, is that maybe this is something with the mutants that we explore in the Marvels yeah, and Maria turns out to well. be a mutant as well mm -hmm. and stuff like, okay, if we're going to do that and carry that over, I'm, I'm here for that because yeah. I'm excited to see this movie that's, too. That's where I'm kind of leading to just because I know, I mean, we have seen this before. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And I have not seen it, but I also heard that uh, Love and Thunder is also kind of. Oh, see, I haven't seen always. Love and Thunder yet. But I think, you know, what these stories are doing and what sometimes these projects are doing is having to. I go back. This is. If you ask me, and like I said, I don't want to get too far off topic, but X-Men Origins was a, this is a education. This We want to give you some backstory. We want to give you something so we can kind of rest on the next two or three movies that are going to come down the road. And I'm all for that, and I hope that that's the route that they're going. I'm not trying to be harsh in my critique to be like, oh, though, this is all shit and stuff. Like, but Obviously, I'm watching it. I enjoy Clearly. it. I know a lot about it. So all I mean, in it. I'm all in. Yeah, I'm definitely all in. I'm a, I'm a huge fan. I just I the bigger question that I have is is that because they move in phases and have done so well in like phases one through three and it's like now we're in phase four where are we headed like is this a multiversal adventure are we doing secret wars are we doing young avengers are we doing secret invasion it's like that there are like three or four big huge plots that could be happening here and it's like can we let's get organized a little bit? What are we what are we coming you, to? It's what probably are we doing organized here? and it's all probably gonna happen mm -hmm. in different formats and, and ways. That does not help. <laughs> that 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 response does not help. I could see a young Avengers show being on Disney Plus. I could see So you think something. that they would do a young Avengers Young Avengers on Disney Well, a Secret Invasion? So if Marvels is gonna be, is gonna be the Marvels is gonna be a movie, I could see yes. something else popping in to Disney Plus. 
um, something that is going to be a little. Well, She-Hulk is up next. There we go. So, I mean, there there could be some some things coming down the line because how Disney Plus has popped these projects out one after the other is, I mean, they don't show any any sign of stopping soon no and i mean like i said i enjoy it i just mm, i i i I see that they're trying new things and i'm along for the ride and i just want want to be a little more organized i want to maybe i would just want to be involved that's what it is i'll be also interested to know the creators and those people behind the show are yeah, they, they are really they cool. new people are they old yeah. people so i think that's they're bringing also, in new directors that and is something more people i think of that color also, yeah and yeah yeah they're bringing in cool. a lot of that too so i mean overall like when it comes to the actual history and culture of miss marvel the show is great mm-hmm. and just i had issues with the a few plot devices um character choices things like that uh, but no, yeah, that's I I like I said, the show was really good. I just want a little I, there's things really that I good. saw. That's not really good. I said the show was good. Or maybe I did say really good. The show is good. Well, yeah, I do want y'all to watch Re- We Crash, so <laughs> please. You can watch uh Miss Marvel on Disney Plus. It's six episodes long. All right, let's take another break. And I guess we come back with Fizz or Flat. Yeah. All right, we are back, and it is time for our signature segment of the week, Fizz or Flat. This is the part of the show where Marcus and I get to review the top pop culture moments of the week, give them a fizz if we're feeling them, or Or a flat flat if if we're we're not. not. All right, Marcus, I'm going to go ahead and let you begin. I know you want Emmys have been itching your ass this whole week. I wanted to commend you on your Emmy coverage. You've done a... Screenshots. <laughs> Did you see the screenshots? <laughs> uh, minutes after the announcement, Hello, Cold Pop was bringing you exclusives this week. If I you are not following Cold Pop on Twitter, at Cold Pop Show, baby, get the exclusive hot off the press. Commend you on your Emmy coverage. Thank you. <laughs> your Emmy nomination coverage. Um, I did have a chance to look at the Emmy noms and Let's. I would love to just kind of go through the big categories and Let's give our thoughts. Let's get into it. Uh, let me pull it on down, bring it across. So let's talk about best drama series. Uh, Better Call Saul, Euphoria, Ozark, Severance, Squid Games, Stranger Things, Succession, Yellow Jackets. Let me also say, a lot of the nominees from this year's Emmys we have covered. On we definitely this have podcasts. Yeah. Who has taste? Yeah, we definitely. Who's do. in the know? We we have our we have Cultured. our eyes and ears on the pulse. We know we know what, what the fuck we're talking by about. By you listening to this, you are getting insight. We know what we're talking about. Literally, more than <laughs> half of our shows yeah. we've covered are Emmy nominated. Lots of these shows, yes, definitely have been. We know we got a good eye. Pop, we got a good so. eye. So, drama series. Who are you going for? I have to give it to Severance. This was my show. This was my show this year. This was the most exciting thing that I watched this year so far. I love I, I love Succession. Don't get me wrong. I lo- but this so this past like. season was in no way any match to Severance. Um, the levels at which Severance made me think and made me feel this was this is the winner for me. 
I think I have to agree because Succession was amazing. Stranger Things was amazing. Euphoria was amazing. Um, but Severance is is in a unique lane because not only was it good, but it was an extremely unique and original yeah. idea. So that alone takes me yes. to the top. So I have to go Severance as well. Uh, comedy series. Oh, this is another big category. Um, Abbott Elementary, Barry, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Hacks, The Marvelous Miss Mabel, Only Murders in the Building, Ted Lasso, and What We Do in the Shadows. So the 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 I mean, T is I only watch one of those shows, and I mean, it's Abbott Elementary. Abbott and Elementary that's who's is win the clearest standout. Like yeah. the the enormous launch that they had by just word of mouth. I agree. Like it's the clear standout to me that's it for me as well yeah uh limited series dope sick the dropout inventing anna pam and tommy the white lotus my my girls got it pam and tommy you know you this is know, tough for me you know i was rooting this for is, pam and this tommy. is really tough for me because i i think i am maybe a little torn not necessarily so much with pam and tommy but the um What's the other limited series? Hold on. Let me go back and look. Uh, it's Dope Sick, The Dropout, Inventing Anna, Pam and Tommy, and The White Lotus. I love The White Lotus. See, and that's where we're going to have a point of contention. I think Nine Perfect Strangers should be in this slot. Oh, no. I mean, it was good. Don't I get me wrong. It was better I thought than it was White good, Lotus. but I really did like White Lotus. I thought Nine Perfect Strangers was better than White Lotus. I really liked Sue White me. Lotus as a show. Um... I think Pam and Tommy also did well, but to me, it was just a little bit more camp. Why you know, not? I love saying that word. So why can't um, it be camp? It, it, it is. It's great. And but still I be did, good. I love, and White Lotus had its also its bouts of camp as well oh, did and it? funny, but I, I think I liked White Lotus. I'm going more. with Pam and Tommy. Okay. Lead actor, drama series, Jason Bateman, Brian Cox, Lee Jung Jai, um, Bob Odenkirk, Adam Scott, Jeremy Strong. I'm going Adam Scott in this category. I'm rocking with Severance. The uh, first person you said. Jason Bateman. In Ozark. Uh, I don't watch Ozark, though. Wow. You know? I thought it was... Uh, it Has he gotten that award before? I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's been nominated before. Yeah. If he's gotten it before, and then yeah, maybe one. I'll give it to the Squid Game. Because he also killed it. He really killed it. Okay. But I mean, there were so many great performances. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, we won't go through them all. The only other one I wanted to go through, uh, lead actress in a comedy series. Quinta. I'm like. That's, we don't even need to go through that. I will ride at dawn all day, every for day. Quinta Brunson. If Who she do you needs feel like I got snubbed, though? Uh, oh, yes. My snubs. Nine Perfect Strangers. I think. Okay. Regina Hall deserved a nod. I think Melissa McCarthy deserved a nod. Yeah, I think people may have forgotten about it. I think so. There was so much stuff out. I think because well, it, it was good. That it came out at the same time the White Lotus did. It was good. And so it they was were really good. battling. But I think those two ladies deserved a nod, and I think the show deserved a nod because okay. there were a lot of fantastic actors on that show and they all meshed really well together okay. and it was directed really well. So that's who I thought was snubbed. What about you? Um, I really, 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 really liked 
The Shrink Next Door on Apple TV. Who was in that? I, Will Ferrell and Adam uh, oh. or Paul Rudd. Oh, I didn't watch Paul that. Rudd. Really good. And I think that Will Ferrell should have definitely been nominated. Mm. Um, I really liked Bel Air. Oh, I forgot I about really Bel-Air. liked Bel Air, and I would have loved to see a nomination. Wow! Because I thought that it was just done really, really well. I forgot about um, Bel Air. And then, last but certainly not least, a personal favorite, which I understand may not have gotten the shine or the love that I think it deserves, is Schmigadoon. I really love that show as well. So those are my three big stubs um, for this year. You know, not everyone can be nominated. Not every project can be nominated. I understand that, but are we classifying? Three shows I loved. Are we classifying Bel Air as a drama? Yeah, it's I definitely think, a drama. Then I think that they, I, as I'm going through it quickly in my head, Bel Air deserved the best drama nod. I think overall the season was remarkably done. Um, I had a, I had a few quibs with a few plot points i think we covered it on the show in like our very first episode this season yeah i really like that show though i thought it was done really well i also kind of think that uh, um oh boy who plays carlton maybe deserved a nod hmm. okay maybe or maybe aunt viv that's fair i don't know i'm let me think on that more uh overall what are you giving emmy nods are we giving you giving a fizz or a flat? i think because there were so many shows that we covered on here that we liked i have to give it a fizz, it's a fizz yeah um, i understand that not every show can be nominated but it yeah. was i mean I, I i love seeing abbott get its flowers yeah. i love seeing um severance get its yes. you know get its due as well uh love succession as well so i mean yeah there were several shows here that i really um I'm happy to see nominated. And we're going to keep watching shows. And uh, we'll we'll have this conversation again next year with the next batch that we recommend throughout the season. Because yeah. trust us, we're watching we're watching good TV. Yeah. Staircase um, got nominated as well. Oh, they did. I saw. Which was cool. I saw. Price. I did not think I did. I saw. I was not sure if they were going to pull it out. Uh, but both Tony Collette and Colin Firth got nominations it's for the staircase. It's tough to get like both of like your so, lead actors. Nods. But it was good. Yeah. Um. All right. You ready to move on? Sure. What do you yes. got? Yes. Okay. So the uh first thing that I want to talk about is the Real Housewives Ultimate Go- Girls Trip season three cast go. has oh, been is, uh, officially greenlit and announced. Oh, so they're running with this. Yeah, it, it is a full thing. So this so, is a thing now. Uh, Girls Trip season two is right now uh, on Peacock it's airing. A, and a, it's, they can't even breathe. Like we're already moving yeah. on to season three. Yeah, that is. And who's on season three? So wait, so season two is going really well. I'm mm. watching it every Thursday on Peacock. I'm loving um, this show is making me realize how much I loved and miss Phaedra. Um, I mean, Phaedra, Phaedra is was, so funny. She w- is a good Phaedra character. Is a funny. But what she did was messed She's up. great. Um, and so funny if that she you mentioned it. that she refused to talk about it on this last episode. Oh, really? Someone asked us like, "Can you please like detail like talk to us about your departure journey?" She was like, "I'm not doing that." And she said how how it happened was definitely some BS and not all sides were heard. But girl, whatever. You just you once again just move on. Right, that's what I was going to say. I feel like at this point, let's just move on and try to get yourself if that's what your goal is, get yourself back in this spotlight. So, um, 
but season three has been officially announced. It is coming. It okay. is coming back to Peacock. And this time the girls are headed to Thailand. Okay. <laughs> uh, the cast includes the following. <laughs> Candace Dillard Bassett and Giselle Bryant from the Real Housewives of Potomac. Mm-hmm. Alexia Chavaria and Marisol Patton from the Real Housewives of Miami. I don't know the artist girls. Heather Gay and Whitney Rose from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Okay, that's interesting. Leah McSweeney from Real Housewives of New York. I don't know her. And Portia Williams from Real Housewives of Atlanta. (laughs) So a very interesting cast. Um, What are your thoughts? Well, don't Portia and Candace know each other already? I don't know. I thought they did. Maybe. So maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe they do, yeah. Uh, Heather and Whitney. I'm, I know that Portia and Giselle know each other because they did a show for Bravo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So maybe that's who it is. Yeah. Portia and Giselle. I'm Heather, Whitney. Yes. Heather. I don't know. But they're cousins. They're that Whitney, Heather, bad weather. That's what Lisa. Um, <laughs> Whitney so, seems like she would be a fun Lisa time. Said, Lisa but, Barlow. I'm, but I'm sitting here thinking, like, who if I if not Heather, Heather who would I time. who would I sup her out for? But I don't think Heather Gay loves. She is a party girl as well. Really, she loves to get down. Give her a chicken lollipop. She is going to twerk all over the building. Okay, okay. I think it's I think it's going to be a really good cast. I am not. What I will say, Candace, don't bring those Potomac antics to this. Don't start crying. Well, I mean, hey. At this point, it's just good TV. Because these are white women. White women cry better. Cry, <laughs> cry better. Them, yeah, they cry better than you. Okay? Your tears are not. And look, I, I'm i just calling it like I see it. Ain't no need in going round about it. I'm just calling it like I see it. Okay? So They can cry better um, than you, girl. So you I'm, better. I'm giving it a fizz. This is a better. fizz for me. I'm excited. I, I want to see this. Uh, Wait. So one last question. Where is season two right now? Season two is at Dorinda Medley's house at Bluestone Manor. Oh, so they might go so nowhere. On, so you know, no, they're like in this house, like doing like why? Um, I think just because it's it, it's interesting. It's uh, you know, to put them all because Bluestone Manor is this iconic house where a lot of housewives moments have went down on Roni. Okay, and you know they're like, okay, well let's see. You know, let's bring everybody to Bluestone Manor. And it's kind of like set up like a retreat style. Like okay. they get together, they talk, they do like fitness and wellness stuff. And they get to go out to like wineries and eat. It's it's cute. All right. I guess I give it a fizz. Yeah, I'm definitely giving this a fizz. I can't wait to see it. So keep them coming, Bravo, because I'm watching all of them. <laughs> we know you will. <laughs> um, I guess what I have up next is have you seen the trailer for... Phoebe Robinson's new show. Uh, yes. Everything's I trash. I did see that. Where she's like a podcaster or something. Yeah, it says yep. Phoebe is a podcast star navigating her messy but amazing life. When her brother Jaden emerges as a leading politician, she's forced to grow up, so she relies on her friends and family to help her figure out adulthood. Um, it pre- Oh, it actually premieres on July 20th. So I'm I'm gonna watch this. It's on Freeform. Okay. Yeah, I would like to check this out because I know Phoebe's been uh she's been in a few shows lately. And so it's good to see that she's getting one for herself now. Nice. I am a little uh and this is no shade. Here we go. It's on freeform. So I'm a little nervous. Don't start. 
because we know freeform can be very uh, interesting sometimes. But I'm going to watch. What are you talking about? What do you mean by interesting? Just the, the type of content that they have on there. Some of their shows are very questionable. That's all. Uh, but everything's trash. It's a fizz. I thought the trailer was funny, and so I'm definitely going to check this out. I gave it a fizz as well. I'm glad to see it. Girl, do, get your money. Go ahead. <laughs> what else you got? Um, I did want to talk about, Marcus, you, you are going to have to start the boys. I'm, because the list. spinoff has just been announced. I saw. I saw. I'm, so, I'm yes, for list. those uh, who watch the boys on Amazon Prime, I wanted to give you a little bit more information about the uh, spinoff that is going to be uh, coming from this. So they just announced the title, which is called Gen V. Is that supposed to mean something? I'm guessing it's a generation uh, generation vault. Uh, okay. Or it kind of, there's also kind of like a, um, there's a drug that they take. Oh, yeah, I v did see that. As well yeah. in the boys. Oh, so maybe um, that's what it is. So it could be kind of also alluding to that. We are okay. not, we're not necessarily totally sure, but with this spinoff, this is going to focus. Um, it's going to be set on like a college campus, and so. Um, oh, so it's definitely going to be about the drugs. So then. it is set on America's only. Let me make sure I'm reading this right. And this is as reported by Deadline, America's only college exclusively for young adult superheroes. Uh, uh, come on, is, Sky High. <laughs> right, but it's come ran on. by Vault International, which is the conglomerate that does all the superheroes we talked about this right. in this past episode right um it's gonna be sky high but they are definitely letting us know that it will be r-rated um this is gonna be an r-rated series much de in the boys vein of just being very graphic and gory at times and you know that's hyper sexualized the, that's but, my only hesitation about watching you know i'm not really into the hyper gore and graphic it's not too crazy like it's so, i can watch it but you maybe you like that more than i do no, I can if I, I can watch it. Um, you would be fine because you like scary movies anyway. Uh, do I? I think you do. I don't think I do. Maybe I maybe I dreamed that. Yeah, you definitely dreamed. I don't know. <laughs> um, but in the cast, Patrick Schwarzenegger, who was uh, also oh, in the staircase. Interesting. Um, Sean Patrick Thomas. Okay, is going to be uh in the um cast as well. Um, he was in uh wait 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 wait. wait. Go ahead. This is uh, Save the Last Dance, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I think it's going, I mean, I'm definitely excited to watch it. There hasn't been a release date announced yet, but uh, I can I only imagine this. the antics yeah. that are going to be okay. happening on this college campus. So maybe um, I'll, I'll get to the boys, but I would definitely watch this anyway because it sounds the premise sounds interesting. And maybe they get to actually, you know, talk about some tackle some things it's a fizz for me fizz for me as well the only other thing so okay so did you see this this uh series on netflix called uncoupled with neil patrick harris and guess who else is in it it's a sitcom or it's what a is sitcom. it okay it's no a tv I series tisha campbell oh wow yeah but it actually looks really good when does it come to netflix i want to check this out so it's um, Michael's life seemed to be perfect until his husband blindsided him after 17 years of marriage. He has to confront the nightmares of losing his soulmate and suddenly finding himself as a single gay man in his mid-40s. July 29th. 
premiere episode. Girl, that's everybody's life. Ain't nothing special about that. Single <laughs> uh, gay man in the 40s. That's that's everybody. Number one, I'm glad to see Tisha back on TV. Um, Marsha Cross is also in this as well. What? Yeah. Not Marsha Cross. Marsha. Yeah, Marsha Cross. From Desperate Housewives? The redhead from Desperate no, Housewives? No, I was going to say that's Marsha Cross. No. What? Uh, Marsha. Marsha Ambrosius. No. Who is it? Hold on, let me see. I knew that was her. I don't know why I didn't say that. Marsha Gay Harden. Marsha Gay Harden. Okay. Yeah, I knew it was her. And I was like, just say that. Marsha Gay Harden. That's okay. what it is. All right. But it's a fist for me. I'm I'm loving to see like, once again more and more content. Now it'd just be nice if there was some black content like this out there. That would be really cool. But maybe we just haven't gotten there yet. We'll but see. I've always I been a fan of Neil Patrick Harris. So I think he does well. Um, so and like I said, I will watch because of Tisha Campbell as well. So it's okay. A all right, fits for me as well. Okay, all right. So that's our show. I think that though we've ran through everything that we have for you this week, Marcus. What are your final thoughts leaving this show? My final thoughts. You go first. Um, I was going to. I was basically going to say in relation to the funny girl drama. <laughs> uh, don't let people uh belief you. Salvatage your name. Salvastize. <laughs> Sal- you, you remember that? I was going to say Salvastize. Salvastize you. They're going to do anything they can, Beanie, to destroy you. To destroy you. To destroy you. <laughs> and from one queer big girl to another. Get that check. Get that money. Get that check. And do a tell all, do a pot, do something, do a book. Maybe let's stay away from Broadway for a little bit. Maybe let's no. Let's go back to TV. We're not going back. Right, we are going back. Let's go back to TV. We are going back to television. Yeah, let's go back to TV because you really shined, and I think you could find another good role. Let's go back to TV. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I think my my ending thoughts are sometimes you got to fight fire with fire, and Kiara Bridges did what she needed to do in that Senate hearing. Because sometimes you got to let people know about themselves while yeah. also dropping facts. When your T's are crossed and your eyes are dotted, they cannot come for you. Yeah. And yeah. so the, uh, more people, you know, will uh, continue to look foolish when they don't know what they're talking about or trying to spin some narrative that is messing with people's lives. Yeah. So that's my final thoughts. My hat's off to you. All right. So that is our show. If you want to continue the conversation with us on social media, follow us at Cold Pop Show on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us at uh, YouTube and TikTok as well and Cold Pop Podcast on Facebook. You can always find me at Trent Rashad on all the socials. And you can find me at Marcus Drew Steele with an E on the end. And y'all need to be following the Twitter and the IG stories because clearly we know what we're talking about. When it comes to Telling TV, y'all, give me y'all some insight. We're trying, trying to, to let y'all know the TV shows that we're watching. <laughs> Get to it, Gustav. Right, so that when you can watch award shows and be like, "Oh yeah, I actually watched this show," because I heard from Co-Pop and they was reviewing it. So stick with us. We'll take you places. Stick with us. Shaky real quick. What? Y'all don't know what's going on. I'm ready to get out of here. Let's go. <laughs> All right, y'all. Until next time, we'll see y'all. Bye-bye. Bye.